whoa, 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 whoa. What is up, black people? What's up, everybody? Hope everything's amazing for you all, as always. I'm your host, the Honorable OCT Octavius Hay, and this is the Whack Cast Podcast. So, with that being said, let's talk whack to him. All right, now Kodak Black, he was on Drink Champs with Nori, and they was pay- picking a you gotta choose one to take a shot game that Nori do on there, and it came up the choices between 21 Savage and Future. Now, instead of Kodak just picking, you know, future like that, that's who he picked. Instead of just saying future and moving forward, he had to give a little story about, uh, I guess, the, the current relationship between Kodak Black himself and 21 Savage. So basically, Kodak Black was saying that he felt like 21 Savage changed up ever since he got that album with Drake. And that he'd be acting a little different, moving a little weird with him now. And he said, I think Kodak said he wouldn't even do a project with Drake now because he, cause Drake did one. With 21, I guess he don't like how 21 acted. So this prompted 21 to come out and say, bro, I ain't act no different. I always messaged you. I always fooled you. You was cool. You know, I don't know you. It ain't like 21 saying, it ain't like we grew up together. 21 said that him and Kodak first time ever meeting was on the um the freshman uh the freshman list. The the, the XXL freshman uh whatever year that was. They were both on that, they was both in that class together. That was another issue Kodak Black had because 21 Savage was asked who he think would win in a versus out of all his freshman class. And he and 21 Savage said himself. So 21 Savage is addressing that, saying, like, well, look, of course I'm gonna say myself. And he and 21 Savage said, and Kodak, you supposed to think you you that you gonna win the versus. You the best one. And everybody else that was there supposed to think they gonna win. That's just what it is. Why did you get mad about that? 21's like, ain't nobody switched up. I always been cool, I always fooled you. 21 said he had a song with Drake be, even before that freshman list. So, to 21, uh, in his opinion, it seems like Kodak Black is just getting a lot of hate and trying to come up with an excuse to hate. Well, there may be some truth to that because we found out that Drake had been allegedly promising Kodak Black a, a, a project for years. And Kodak has been feeling the type of way that usually when Drake uh, does a song with an artist, Drake drops it on his own stuff. But Drake would send the music to Kodak and tell Kodak to drop it. So, Kodak's like, why are you not giving me, you know, the full... You know the the uh, the, the, the full uh, experience of working with Drake to the full benefits. You know what I'm saying? And, and having your uh, having your fans play it on your stuff and big up the streams. That'll help me more than if it's on my site. Like you know, Kodak Kodak ain't no slouch. He get views, but he ain't getting Drake views. So it's better for it to be on you know under Drake's uh, whatever you call that thing on 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 the um, streaming services and his uh, in his uh, section of music. So. What could be something that has absolutely nothing to do with 21 Savage, but more so about Kodak Black and Drake, seems to have come at uh, 21 and caused issues there. So, I don't know. So far, nothing's been going on. Hopefully, they squash it behind the scenes. Seems like it's much to do about nothing, and a good conversation can end that. And hopefully, that happens because two you know, good young brothers, hate to hear if I would hate to hear if they st- stop messing with each other over something so minor. And they can still be making music together, making money together. And Kodak really don't want to hurt that relationship with Drake. He can reach out to Drake. I'm sure him and Drake seems like they had a, a pretty good relationship. He can talk to him about that. So I think it's better, you know, to communicate with each other instead of, you know, if you felt like something personal and you got a relationship with a homie and you can hit him up, hit him up. Instead of just going off on somebody on, on an interview for what you're perceiving things to be, right? Because he's perceiving that 21's switched up, but he don't know what's going on. So had a conversation. 
Now, what also happened with this interview is that everyone was saying that Kodak Black was looking like he was tweaking. And I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't watched the whole interview, but I've seen a few clips. And I'm talking about a, a, a bunch of a variety of a variety of topics. And the, yes, he definitely seems like he tweaking out. Like I know, you know, he's not the uh, the best, the most articulate person, and he's not the best with the speech. But he don't usually sound that, you know slouched or maybe not slouched but talking that fast and mumbling more and you really can't hear what he's saying and just going one you know a mile a minute like he was he was talking real fast one really coherent with, with the way he was talking about it and I've heard uh previous Kodak interviews from the past where you know he still got his you know his, his accent his slang he still stutter a little bit but at least he can make out what he's saying more it's more clear and, and I ain't gonna hold you I've seen a lot of people messed up before and he definitely gave signs of that we don't know nothing for sure but somebody who, who saw it and felt concerned for Kodak Black was Ray J yeah yep yep out of nowhere maybe not out of nowhere because Ray J and Kodak they were at the White or not they, they did meet up with Trump I don't know where was that Mar-a-Lago or some other place so it seems like they have a cool relationship plus Kodak is cool with Wack 100, who is Ray J's um, manager. Now, Ray J uh, reached out, he, he put it on social media, probably tweeted it, and said that, you know, that interview with Nori wasn't cool. Kodak Black need help. We need to get him some help. He looked like he, you know, pretty much looked like he owned something. Kodak didn't appreciate that. Cursed out Ray J, said he'll, he'll beat him down, whoop his, you know what. And that sparked, that sparked Ray J to come out and say, hey, well then, let's, let's shoot the fade. Of course, Wack 100 always loving to get into some nonsense. He he uh, he he sent out to Kodak saying, "Hey man, either stop talking about Ray J or shoot the fade." Now, what's most likely gonna happen? Nothing. They probably squash it behind the scenes. Nobody in this, and no no none of these celebrities gonna ever really shoot the fade unless y'all right right there. The only person that was really out here shooting his fade, shooting these fades for real, was Tory Lanez. And look where that nigga at. So <laughs> ain't nobody trying to be like Tory Lanez right now. So yeah, that's crazy, and and I, like I said, I don't know if Kodak Black is on anything. I, only thing I can go off of is how he was acting in that interview. How I've seen him act in previous interviews, and if he is on something, if he do need help, hopefully he got people close to him, reaching out to him, and hopefully he's willing to you know get the help. I do know that he was he had he had addiction problems before, and he had he went to rehab. So I, that does show he is open to get help. And if this is one of those cases then great if we overreacted maybe he just a little bit lit with whatever else he was doing and just maybe went a little overboard well then okay my bad but it's all a lot of concerns all a lot of love but what do you think man then Kodak is on one wilding out with 21 Savage or do you think that 21 Savage could potentially have been acting fake with him and even more important than that does Kodak Black have an addiction problem yes or no now y'all got academics out here wilding he is streaming, going wild and crazy. Academics said that he was supposed to go on like a little cleanse from alcohol, but then he saw Glorilla was talking that ish, and he said, give me the bottle and a shot glass, it's time to get it on. And he ain't playing with y'all celebrities this week. You know what I'm saying? Academics, so this all started because of Cosinette. So Cosinette, he was uh, uh, streaming, and in real time, he discovered that Glorilla blocked him. Now, it comes to, it come to be she blocked him because... Kaisenat gave a bad review to her little cha-cha song. Now, when Kai's fans asked her why, you know, she, uh, Glorilla said that he made his bed, he gonna lay in this. Don't ask her about who she blocked. 
to which I guess because Kai's name is so big and labels want him to review their pro- their artist projects and he had you know he has such a huge fan base that he can really sway opinions. I'm, a lot of people are guessing that her label, the academics were saying this as well, that her label must have made her apologize because then Glow comes out, tweets something saying she drunk, she might unblock Kai, and then she does a live stream talking about <clears throat> you know she she fooled with Kai, free free uh she called him KC, she and I say his name. If you're confused about that, no, Kai's not in jail. He's doing a little Twitch streaming thing right now where he's, you know, he, he's uh, pretending to be locked up. It's like a whole elaborate thing. They got like a real prison looking place and they got all these different people coming in and out. Um, and it's just, you know, acting like they're on lockup. So Glorilla thought that was real. and thought that he was real street dude. So I'm talking about Glorilla and Kai got street beef. But isn't this kind of like making peace with Kai? Glorilla out of nowhere decides to take shots at Academics. Well, I can't say 100% out of nowhere because Ack had been covering the Glorilla Kai situation. So, something that Ack said, you know, pisses Glorilla off. But something that Ack says pisses almost everybody off. So, it's no surprise then. So, Glorilla just proceeds to go off on Academics, say he a bum, he ain't nothing, he's scary, he don't never get no women. All he can do is use his hands and get with lotion and just call him all type of fat and ugly and all type of stuff. So, you know how Ack do. He got that bottle, and it, wasn't, it, don't, it, ain't, it don't be the Henny no more. I, I forgot what he drink now, but he got that bottle. He start violating. I still can't call him Big Act because the way he let his girl do him, but he was acting out here. He was acting out here for real. He was Acavelli. I call him. He was Acavelli. Acavelli was not playing. He proceeded, academic proceeded to break down Glorilla's whole career, say that she's a bum, say that she's one, she's the homie chick, but not the chick nobody want to smash, she ain't got no, no butt, she ain't got no breast, he said she looked like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age, he said that, he said that, um, his chick is way better, better than her, he'll put up money if, if he, He'll put up money that his the chick he messed with now, or the next five chicks he had messed with, all look better that look better than Glorilla. She he said that Glorilla trying to be the little pretty girl like Ice Spice or something, but she's not cute like that, so she can't make it work. She ain't got no BBL or nothing. He called her a whore, a dumb whore. Look, oh my god, it was I was like, oh, it was he he was breaking it down, and you know I'm not gonna say she a whore or that nobody would want her. But I think the opinion that Ak was giving about like we didn't come to you for the sex stuff. We came to you because you're just a cooler chick, you cooler ratchet chick. Just talk that stuff like with your homie. That's true. No, I don't think anybody's really looking at Glorilla as like this sex symbol. So for her to try to get herself all dolled up, maybe that is why Sexy Red's able to come in because Sexy Red is gonna be ratchet. She ain't trying to be all dolled up. She coming looking like she's still out here, you know, on the north side, St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? She like she's still up out here, like ain't nothing happening and all this stuff. So, and even even Sukiyana, even though she do doll herself up a little bit more, she's still out here wild now. She just got a little makeup on her face. So, there is some truth to that. That maybe those things could be hurting Glorilla because it don't seem like her music is really popping as much, and she's not really the topic of conversation as much. So, yeah, I mean, and of course, everybody know if you say anything to academics, he gonna go nuclear, and he he didn't um, he did not disappoint. Now, another person that seemed to be having beef with Ak, and or not seem to be definitely having beef with Ak, and this has been an ongoing issue now, is Saucy Santana. Of course, this is taken up for JT and Young Miami because academics had some words about their interview on the Breakfast Club. 
And Sasha said, Tanner straight up said, because academics are always telling people, come up to my, my uh, where I work at my office, we can go, we can, we can squabble there. Sasha Santana said, I ain't coming to where you at, now I want to see you in these streets. To which academics, you know, be a, a tad bit homophobic, I ain't gonna hold you, uh, calling uh, Sasha Santana Bati Boy, which, uh, you know, it's a Jamaican term, a derogative term towards the homosexuals. And saying that he'll beat him down, act say he wants to beat a body boy, and then he can do that. That that'll be great. Act say he Jamaican, so he can't lose to a body boy, and he'll um, you know, if he lost, he could never go back to Jamaica. He gonna fight with all his heart and soul. Uh, and act, he might have been off the liquor, but acting like he was ready for to throw them hands. I think that Saucy Zantana would throw them hands with him. I know Ak was saying he don't, he ain't gonna really try to do nothing. I don't know, man. I think Saucy Santana first of all believes that. He could beat you. And secondly, I think that Saucy Santana, he, he, he ain't got with a ratchet enough crowd. I think he'll, I think he'll throw him. I don't know how far this will go. Ak is always saying he's wood in the box. So, but it just be the people who started don't want to finish it. But if Saucy Santana is really up there about it, I would love nothing more than to see a fight between academics and Saucy Santana. Sign me up. I need it right now. I didn't even know I did. So crazy. But what y'all think, man? Is academics out here wilding, going too far? Or do these people need to stop pressing Ack if they don't want Akavelli to pop out? Now, this one is just crazy. So, former NBA player Joe Smith found out that his wife had a secret OnlyFans account. Now, say secret, but it's online, free for everybody to see. But he didn't know. And so, he was told comes to confront her and his wife decide Joe Smith's wife decides she wants to record it so she records the, the um, alter, or not the altercation but the incident the argument and he's pretty much just like why would you do this How you didn't even tell me why would you have an OnlyFans Joe Smith's wife proceeds to be like you ain't got it right now I gotta do something I had to provide you knew who I was when you married me when you met me whatever and, and then Joe's like yeah who you was ain't who you supposed to be right now and she's like what what's up and she was like, you didn't even tell me you going to do it. you supposed to talk to me. She said, well, now you know. And the video just ends like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, she was just completely dismissive. Of course, this is a shocking thing to discover. Who would ever, th- like, if you just living like a normal day and that's not in y'all, even if she was a sex worker before, if that's something she's given up and she haven't, hasn't done that in years, you're not thinking your, your wife is just secretly out here you know, po- uh, you know, uh, posting videos and pictures of her, you know, her body part that's, you know, that she promised would only be accessible now to you. If you want, if you want to see her, you got to go look up her old stuff when she was in the adult film industry, but now it's all for you. That's what you would think. So of course you're going to be mad and to not be sympathetic, understanding to that at all and to be combative and try to, you know, argue him back down. I thought that was completely disrespectful and show no type of respect or care for her man. And to even further that thought, more proof of my opinion on that, that that Joe Smith's wife don't really care about his, don't really respect him, she then goes and does an interview with TMZ. And on TMZ interview, she is crying her little crocodile tears, all sad. But throughout the entire interview, she is putting this man down at, at different times, talking about, you know, he, re- he really works for me. I'm his boss. He works in my a moving company, and he wouldn't get it together, and he don't got no ambition. And just, just taking all these shots. First of all, we didn't even need to know, even if it was a well-known secret, it didn't need to be put all over the social media that he wasn't doing so well financially. If you was that frustrated that you felt like you had to strip or, you know, do porn, corn, sorry, then you should have 
left him or let him know. This is what I want to do. You decide what you want to do. I'm not going to be living in poverty like this if y'all living so bad. I don't know. Based off of what you said. But again, you live used to a certain lifestyle. Y'all might be doing kind of decent, but you used to, you know, extravagant stuff. So that means you got to take your clothes off. But all right, that's fine. You know, and she, yeah, she go, like I said, she going off on this man this entire interview, putting him down, talking trash about him, and then trying to uh, pepper it over with, but I just have to do what I had to do. I, I mean, this is how I made my money before I make my money again. Now, she says she don't think that it's going to lead to divorce. And she, I mean, she don't know that. She said she don't think it. His wife says she doesn't know if, she, if it's going to lead to divorce. But if, it, if, if Joe Smith's divorce her, it is what it is. And I'm going to say this, Joe. I'll tell you this right now. I do not believe in divorce. I don't believe in divorce in the sense of, I don't think that should just be your quick answer to get out of it. I think that you should really try to make your relationship work. But I do believe that there does come a time when you see who the person is and you're like, look, I can, for my own happiness, this cannot be who I'm with because there's just, I can't accept that. I think Joe Smith, if you if, if you really in your heart cannot accept her, your wife, being OnlyFans, until you get something better going on, then you need to leave her. And honestly, I would say leave her anyway because she clearly has no respect for you. She has no problem putting all of this on social media, putting all this on blast going on, doing interview shows, embarrassing and humiliating you over and over again. And she's so dismissive of any type of feelings you have. Even when you confronted her, she could not humble herself enough to be understanding and apologetic. And even if she's like, look, I still want to do this. That's a big thing for somebody to just find out of nowhere. You would think that you would have some type of, oh, I'm sorry. Like you would feel like you did some type of wrong thing. You sneaking around. You don't seem to care though. So I think Joe Smith should lead that woman. All you people trying to make excuses for her, it's like calling him insecure. You insecure for everything you do, as it seems like. If a man has any type of feeling that's not just 100% supportive of what his wife's doing, you insecure. I don't want to hear that nonsense. You're stupid. If you want your wife to get messed with by other dudes or have other dudes paying to get uh, uh, adult nasty entertainment for her, fine, you go do your thing, and I'll feel how I feel about you, but I ain't got to make you feel bad about what you're doing, all right? So, so anybody like Joe Smith, if you don't want that, and anybody, if that's not something you want, don't make nobody have, have you feeling bad or accept something that, that's not going to make you happy in your life because that's your life. And this woman clearly a long time ago decided she was going to give it you for money. And when you can provide that, she, she tossed any type of emotion you had to decide. So all them crocodile tears, what was them tears when that man came to you hurt that, you, that, that he discovered that you had to sell your body to make some money? Tell me that. But what y'all think? Y'all think I'm going overboard? Y'all think that it was okay for her to do that as her body, her choice? Or do y'all think they married and you should talk to your significant other and make sure they happy with all right with something? And does Joe have a right to want to leave that marriage? So that's the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in and taking in that whack wisdom from me. I hope that you come back next week to get a little bit more. Now, of course, as always, please, if you haven't already, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you're notified every time I'm dropping new content on the YouTube channel. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, Spotify, sorry, uh, please make sure to follow, like, comment, rate, anything that you can do to help the uh, podcast on those platforms as well. That being said, this is the Whackcast Podcast, and I am whacking off. It's the Wackass Podcast, yeah. Talk whack to me.
talk whack to me. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack it's to me. It's the wackest podcast. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me.